Welcome to Love and Money, the internet television show of Prosperity ULLC, where we discuss what's happening, what's happening to us, and what can we do about it. Now available on Spotify. In this episode, we will discuss the Roe versus Wade reversal. Join our new Patreon to receive free merchandise, books, and consultation from Prosperity ULLC. And if you appreciate the show, go ahead and show it in Cash App at dollar sign Prosperity ULLC. But before we go in, let's take a moment to invest in the brand. Visit ProsperUnlimited.com and click travel to book your next vacation. It's time to tear down the Supreme Court because it is a threat to black life. The U.S. Supreme Court has an illegitimate institution. This is an an opinionated piece, Um, but there are some keen points that I wanted to uh, read off of it. So uh, pardon me. uh, Disclaimer, disclaimer. Um, an, An illegitimate institution that is a threat to the lives of black people and other marginalized groups in particular and those who are not white Christian supremacist men. (laughs) Now is the time to shut the whole thing down now and start from scratch before more people die. Um, Consider the court's recent ruling that was a direct jab at the separation of church and state and allows taxpayers dollars to pay for religious schools. White uh, Christian nationalists have used religion to maintain racial segregation and developed the concept of school vouchers following the Supreme Court's Brown versus Board of Education desegregation decision to fund whites-only segregation academies. The court struck down New York's 108-year-old gun control law and proclaimed that people have constitutional rights to walk around carrying concealed weapons in public. Wow. In New York? (laughs) Wow. Okay. Uh, The ruling will impact states that account for a quarter of the U.S. population, undermining larger cities' efforts to curb an epidemic of gun violence and address the threats to black lives. I mean, if you if you have the right to uh, to carry concealed, then, you know, you're probably going to go through the legal measures and then that will protect citizens. Um, if citizens can carry concealed then they'll be less likely to be victims of gun violence from, from actual criminals. You know what I'm saying? So I guess, I guess it's not that bad, but like there may be a loophole somewhere. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't just New York, New York though. Like, ooh. I saw a Facebook post that says, uh, so what do we call it now? The Wild Wild West? (laughs) That's crazy. Um, The recent decisions coming from this court are all the proof you need that we are in danger. Consider the overturning of Roe v. Wade and the end of safe, accessible abortions and a woman's right to control her own body in about half of the states. Uh, This decision will have a disproportionate impact on black women who are twice as likely to lose a baby to premature death 
and three, three to four times more likely to die from complications during pregnancy. One study predicts that an abortion ban will increase black mat maternal deaths by a third, <clears throat> uh, the highest increase of any group. Black women have the highest rates, rate of abortions, followed by uh, Latinx women um, already face system, systemic racism, poverty, and a lack of health care access. The conservative majority just weakened the enforcement of Miranda rights and the ability of people to sue the police for failing to warn them of their right to remain silent during an arrest. They weakened the enforcement of Miranda rights. Oh, that's crazy. Yo, like this, yo, <laughs> like overnight, like what the fuck? And this is all under Biden. Wow. And the Supreme Court said that innocence was not enough to overturn the conviction of a black man who was convicted of. OK, that's that's a little uh, that's a little specific. Um, if innocence is not enough, blah, 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 blah. This court is a Jim Crow Christian fascist monarchy. <laughs> this is so opinionated that is fulfilling the hopes and dreams of the modern conservative movement and the promise of white minority rule. Republicans are using the courts to promote an agenda of highly racist, unpopular, undemocratic, and obscenely cruel policies. With each passing day, people wonder if they will awaken to find that the US Supreme Court has taken away another basic human right. What's next? Banning contraceptives, same-sex marriage, interracial marriage, stealing elections. Will black people find themselves picking cotton for free tomorrow? <laughs> doom and gloom doom and gloom um what we have is a radical and extremist supreme court with warped priorities little to no accountability other than impeachment and no ethics uh rules to rein in its members the highest court in the land blah blah, blah. okay yeah so um so from what he describes uh what he's described yeah like this is this is major this is uh this is major um like i'm you know I, i'm kind of trying to see the the silver lining of it all i mean he he has kind of you know um he he's he's come at it from a black perspective but i don't think in this day and age it's solely directed at black people um america is a lot more diverse than just black people now in this day and age and um a lot of times with the changing of these laws, uh, like every time you, you think you're trying to fix a problem, you create every for every solution, there's a new problem. You know what I mean? And, you know, the um, these governments and these courts making these decisions, um, it will have a reverberatory effect um, within American society. <laughs> and um, and yeah, I don't. I think they know not what they do. Um, they have an uh, uh, an ideal that they seek towards, or lean towards, or a bias that they may lean towards—a conservative bias, per se. Um, but like, it, it wasn't broke. You didn't need to fix it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I wonder what statistics and 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 metrics they were looking at to bring them to a decision where this needed to be readdressed i haven't looked further into the political details of it all but like 
you know, the gun laws in New York, like, <laughs> you know, and then, you know, I'm when you when you say New York, you think of New York City. You know what I mean? Um, New York is a very, very big state geographically. So so I think there's more to it than just that. But like, yeah, like New York City. Ooh, like, I don't know. I don't know. Be just just. You know, just in the club with a holster on, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you know, I'm going through security. <laughs> hey, I'm good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I feel like New York City is a shell of what it once was anyway. You know what I'm saying? Ever since the gentrification, uh, um, it's, it's a shell of what it once was. And and yeah, there's there's more to America than than just New York City nowadays. But still, still, yet and still. And then, um, you know, this whole Roe v. Wade thing, I'm going to I'm going to dedicate this whole episode to it. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, let me let me get to it. Justice Clarence Thomas is ready to undo more rights. In June alone, the conservative slanted Supreme Court voted to weaken Miranda rights. I just read that um, required states to fund private religious schools, protected border patrol agents from excessive force claims and lessen the requirements for concealed carry laws. This this we seem to be living in a Trump wet dream. <laughs> like, like all of this sounds like like, OK, let me let me just read each of the points. Voted to weaken Miranda rights. So now if you get arrested, the cop doesn't necessarily have to say you have the right to remain silent and all of that, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, required states to fund private religious schools. So now um, so now, if you go to Catholic school or Christian school, that school is going to get more funding, better teachers, better equipment. You know what I'm saying? Better, uh, better environment altogether. <laughs> and, you know, public schools are going to be let, left ass out, falling apart. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 so, 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 so basically you have to be religious, you know what I'm saying? And re religious and wealthy in order to get a decent education. You know what I'm saying? Like this country is like, we're turning, like we're, this is basically the, the format for a third world country. Um, and then protecting border patrol from excessive force claims. So now, so now border patrol can practically kill you at will without any repercussion if you're trying to cross the border you know what i'm saying like like that's that's wild and lessen the requirements for concealed carry laws like i just talked about that in new york in new york state as well as new york city that's crazy um so yeah yeah get your passports ready guys and um get your paperwork together i, I don't like this i don't like it at all i hate that this is happening in my lifetime um, I don't, I, I'm foreseeing where this is going and it's, it's not looking good. It's not looking good. Um, you know, these bigot, these bigot states, like I, I, I say this all the time, you know what I'm saying? Like the baby boomers need to die. <laughs> I I don't, I don't mean that in any kind of way as, as it may sound, but I, they, they're really, truly holding back the progression of society you know what i'm saying they're holding back progression and they're trying to <laughs> bring back the good old days you know what i'm saying like no like this is hurting us like look look what you're doing like you don't 
you, you're too in your bubble to even really care. You know what I'm saying? Because it doesn't affect you or your grandchildren. And but little do, like little do you know, like you're a monkey standing on the shoulders of a giant. You know what I'm saying? Like like don't poke the bear. Don't. You know, but but let me keep let me continue. Quote, we should reconsider. This is Clarence Thomas saying this. We should reconsider all of this court's substantive substantive due process precedents, including Griswold, Lawrence and Obergfell, Thomas wrote. Quote, we have a duty to correct the error established in those precedents. He added, this is a black man. Like, what do you what kind of bubble do you live in? You know what I'm saying? Like, like. I'm not black. I'm OJ. Okay. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, whoa, this guy, this guy is different. Like, this is like level, level hundred Uncle Tom, like for real, for real. After overruling these demonstrably erroneous decisions, the question would remain whether the other, uh, other constitutional provisions guarantee the myriad of rights that our substantive due process cases have generated. He's using a lot of jargon. Provisions guarantee the myriad of rights that are. So he's questioning how constitutional is the Constitution. <laughs> he basically wants to undo the Constitution, or 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 redo it in a way that he see fits. Like this man is, he's basically trying to. He's trying to be. He's trying to be like more. He he basically fashions himself more powerful than the president. Like, wow, like this guy's this guy's a piece of work. Thomas was the only judge out of the nine who called to reconsider other precedents. Um, Exactly. The door to this was left open by Justice Samuel Alito's assessment that abortion is not a protected right under the due process clause of the 14th Amendment. Um, I don't know my amendments by heart. I should. But it's I, I know I'm bad for that. Let me let me. 14th Amendment. Um, let me look look up the 14th Amendment. I, I know the 13th. They did a documentary on the 13th Amendment um, about you know being incarcerated. 14th Amendment. All persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and of the state. Blah, 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 blah. No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive uh, any person of life or liberty, blah, 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 blah. So basically, um, the states have, according to the 14th Amendment of the Constitution, the states have no right to deprive you of any, any, any human right, any privileges or immunities as a citizen. If you're a natural born citizen, you should have natural born rights, pretty much. And so basically this is, I guess this was, um, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, historically, this was the constitutional law that kind of was used to abolish slavery. If I'm, if I'm, I, may, I may stand corrected. But um, yeah, so three potential cases that could be revised are the following. Uh, Griswold versus Connecticut, 1965, which was established, which established the right of married couples to purchase contraception without government restriction. Ooh, okay. So they're basically they're trying to they're not trying to tear down abortion law like state abortion 
privilege. They're trying to just tear it. They're just trying to make it outright illegal altogether. Like, that's the goal. Um, Lawrence versus Texas 2003 uh, set that criminal punishments for those who commit sodomy were unconstitutional. Criminal. Wait, wait, hold on. What criminal punishments for those? So wait. So you want what you gonna make? You gonna legalize sodomy? I I, I don't know. Okay. Um, Obergfell versus Hodges in 2015 established a constitutional right to same-sex marriage. So so yeah. So they <laughs> so they're basically attacking abortion and homosexuality. Um. And you know. Like, yeah, it doesn't get any more conservative than that, right? Like, wow, this is is a conservative wet dream. Um, As the dissenting opinions um, by Justices Stephen Breyer, Sonia Sotomayor, and uh, Elena Kagan pointed out, no one should be confident that this majority is done with its work. The constitutional right to abortion does not stand alone. Uh, the three justices wrote, quote, to contrary, the court has linked linked it for decades to other settled freedoms involving bodily integrity, familial relationships and procreation. So basically, the government wants to control your personal life. Ultimately, um, the irony here is that yesterday we celebrated the 50th anniversary of Title IX, allowing for women. Hey. If you see something, share something. Don't be afraid. Share this episode. Subscribe, like, and share. Thank you. Since we have more opportunities in sports and school, still today we set back women's reproductive choices. America operates as at a one step forward, two steps back pace. Exactly, because these baby boomers... Um, it should be assumed that all previously established rights under the law are in the vision of this conservative dominated court. We current, we are currently living in a state. Didn't the black lady just get elected, uh, for like a Supreme court judge? I guess she hasn't been inaugurated as of yet. I don't know. Or, or has she, what's, what's the deal with that? Um, isn't she, isn't she, uh, um, liberal? I don't know. Is she, uh, we are currently living in a state of what do we lose next? Is it Brown v. Board of Ed, 1954? Will it be Loving versus Virginia, 1967? Although that would be interesting for Justice Thomas to want to overturn. Decisions like today didn't happen in a vacuum or even start with Senator Mitch McConnell's refusal to grant Merrick Garland a vote for the vacant Supreme Court seat. Yeah, I think the Republicans... The Republicans are upset about what happened to Trump. And um, and then this I think this is a lot of this energy is stemming from the January 6th insurrection last year. Um, and so. So, yeah. <clears throat> so I think a lot of the ch- like I, I, I was keeping my ear to the street and listening to Clubhouse. And um, I overheard someone say, he said, the Democrats are playing checkers while the Republicans are playing chess. And I think that's exactly what's happening. You know, it's, uh, oh, yeah, okay, you got Trump out of office, but we got all the, we got all of our people <laughs> in the Supreme Court. And we can, we, we're pretty much going to reconstruct America legally. You know what I'm saying? And that's what they're trying to do. 
That's what they're, they're, they're trying to do. And I don't like, it may work in the Midwest and in much of the South, but I don't think that's, that's the sentiment of the rest of America. You know what I'm saying? Um, I always, <clears throat> whenever I talk politics, I always talk about that part of America, the other side of America, the, the, the flyover America, right? Um, and the, the, the forgotten America. And they, you know, they scream louder than ever, when it, especially in these, uh, especially in these uh, uh, White House or uh, Washington D.C. Uh, courtrooms, you know. Um, and you know, it, you know, the pen is mightier than the sword, and it's part of it's part of our duties to educate ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Even even by attaining a certain degree or certification or accreditation. You're still educating yourself because education is knowledge is power and education is armor. Education is a weapon. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, so, yeah, I'm talking too much. The financial impact of Supreme Court abortion decision. Uh, previous research has shown that abortion restrictions at the state level cost the economy one hundred and five billion dollars a year. <clears throat> Through the exact cost of the ruling is, though the exact cost of the ruling is hard to pinpoint right now, here are 12 facts about the link between abortion and Americans' money. This is, I, I felt like this is a good article. This is very, like, because it all boils down to the money, right? You got to follow the money, right? Um, when asked to name reasons uh, they wanted an abortion, 73% of patients in a 2004 survey said they couldn't afford to have the child. Mm, this is, I think this is the hardest hitting point of this Roe v. Wade decision because um, children are a business of burden. Like no one wants to hear it. No one wants to think it, look at it that way. Um, I talk, I think I talked about either uh, last episode or the episode before about I talked about, you know, uh, you know, no one tells women that having a child has nothing to do with you. You know what I'm saying? No matter what you felt when they uh, swaddled up that baby and put him in your arms. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's now a business. It's all fun and games until somebody gets pregnant. And this is the this is the biggest thing. You know what I'm saying? The affordability of having a child. And I'm, let me continue reading. I don't I don't want to get I don't want to get too deep until the, the final segment. Um, according to the Turnaway study. People who can't obtain abortions see a spike in household poverty for at least four years after giving birth when compared to those who can. So basically, they're they're widening the economic gap with more poor people having more poor kids, more kids, you know, what I'm saying living in, in more poverty <laughs> because you have more mouths to feed. You're, you're spreading yourself thin. Uh, yeah, they're widening the economic gap. And so, yeah, let me continue. <laughs> Um, parents denied abortions have more trouble paying for everyday expenses like housing and food. Duh. <laughs> um, there's evidence that patients who cannot get abortions see their credit scores drop after giving birth. Whoa. Now that's, that's next level. Like your credit score drop. And well, that, I think that that's, uh, a statement of co correlation as opposed to causation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't think having kids drops your credit credit score, but 
um, having kids influences and persuades you to make decisions that will subsequently put you in further in debt and then subsequently drop your credit score. And I think that's the correlation of it, not necessarily the causation. Um, let me continue. Uh, there's evidence that patients. Yeah, yeah. OK, I read that. There's also more likely to they're also more likely to experience bankruptcy or get evicted. I remember when I was struggling in Baltimore, um, there was a uh, there was a young lady who moved in uh, downstairs from me. Um, was it that? No, she moved in like across the hall from me. And I remember her two kids, her two kids went to the school I used to teach at. Um, and so they knew me. Uh, and I think she had a bunch of kids. She had maybe about three or four kids and she was doing it all by herself. And she moved in maybe about that first week. And then I think less than a month or maybe a month, she had already moved out. Like, like she, she couldn't even, she probably couldn't even make rent. Like, yeah, it was bad. You know what I mean? Um, so, so yeah, like it gets real. Um, let me continue reading. Yeah, our children are a business of burden. Their children, a child cannot be a blessing if your life looks like a curse. I'm telling you, like I try to drill this. I'm drilling this, and this is, this is coming to to a head. Um, raising a kid costs av the average set of married middle class parents about two two. $233,610, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. The average early term abortion conducted in a non hospital setting with anesthesia cost $508. Yeah, it used to be $300, now it went up. <laughs> um, mothers experience a wage penalty of 4% for each child. Uh, the impact is more prevalent and bigger among low-income workers than high-wage earners, according to a 2014 study by the think tank Third Way. <clears throat> Low-income Americans are about five times more likely than affluent ones to have an unintended pregnancy. Now, why is that? Why is that? Well... It, 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 is is there a correlation between the amount of abortions uh, executed by low income people and high in, versus high income people? Do high income people get more have get more abortions? Um, because <clears throat> I, I know for a fact that like poor people are more likely to want to keep their babies. You know what I mean? Um, there's a, I think there's a correlation with being poor and being and making bad decisions. That's one thing I've learned in life. <clears throat> I can't back that up with statistics, but I've learned that in life. Poor people make bad decisions. That's why they're poor. And um, a lot of times an, un, an unwanted pregnancy is a bad decision just f from conception, not even just getting pregnant. I mean, uh, um, not even just, you know, giving birth, but from conception, it's a bad decision. Uh, especially who you have the kid with, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, but, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm no judge, you know what I'm saying? I can, I can, uh, um, I can be held just as much accountable as to what I preach, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, <clears throat> but yeah, you know, so I think that's something to think about. Uh, young people who have abortions to delay pregnancies 
by a year end up seeing an 11% uptick in our hourly wages, according to an amicus brief filed last year. Young people who have abortions to delay. Mm. Um, so now a young person who gets pregnant and then typically it's the young people who this affects the most because they're the most fertile. Um, young patients and particularly particularly young black patients who are able to terminate their unintended pregnancies are more likely to finish college and start professional careers. So this is basically, so now this is, this is basically a alarm signal to black people to manage their private parts. This is, this is like, <laughs> no more should we date for excitement. Now we need to start dating for legacy. Um, but the, the, the paradigm, the mental paradigm is going to have to shift in the black community. Now we're forced because now we're seeing now it, there's no easy way out anymore. I'm, I'm digressing. Um, per the U S uh, Bureau of labor statistics, less than a quarter of workers in the private sector have access to paid family leave. Um, just 26% of state and local government employees do. So, yeah, so if you get pregnant, you can't take time off work like you want to. You know what I'm saying? You either got to <laughs> take unpaid time or just quit your job. You know what I'm saying? Now, who wants that when you're about to have a child, right? You got another mouth to feed. Quitting your job, that's like that's like another language <laughs> when, you're trying to, when you're trying to feed somebody. So, yeah, that's like, ugh. The repercussions of denying someone an abortion goes beyond just health. It can also lead to harmful financial outcomes for the individual. On Friday, um, Supreme Court voted Roe v. Wade. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, women who were denied a, a wanted abortion and almost four times greater odds of being below the federal poverty level, according to the blah, 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 um, who would... Wait, women who were denied uh, denied a wanted abortion had almost four times greater odds of being below the federal poverty level. Women also had three times greater odds of being unemployed after being denied an abortion than women who who obtained one. Uh, they were also more likely to have trouble paying for basic living needs and more likely to use public assistance. <sighs> I'm, t I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, um, quote, the difference in economic well-being uh, lasts for years. Um, it's not it's not just the immediate end of the pregnancy where the person is pregnant or has a newborn. The economic hardship lasts for years. The findings, uh, unquote, the findings underscore the far reaching economic consequences of blah, 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 of Roe v. Wade. Many women already experience some form of economic challenge at the time they seek an abortion, which can be the contributing factor to seeking the procedure in the first place. Um, quote, it's more people who don't have a computer, don't have a car. Oh, hold on. Let me keep reading. Um, in addition, um, this person mentioned individuals who ha who were denied a wanted abortion are also more likely to be evicted more likely to declare, declare bankruptcy and more likely to have higher amount of debt. Um, it's the people who don't have a computer, don't have a car, don't have the money to travel, can't take the time off work, can't get childcare. It's the most disadvantaged, disadvantageous people who will end up 
giving birth instead of getting an abortion. Um, it is, quote, it is like likely to be low-income people, people of color, minors, undocumented people. Ooh, that's a big one. That's, a, that's what I'm saying. It's, this is this is beyond black. This is more than just about black people. Um, undocumented people who will have the worst outcomes, meaning that they will have the most economic harm from having a birth rather than being able to get an abortion. Um, while being denied an abortion doesn't depend so much on abortion restrictions, Dr. Foster said, people in states with many restrictions are more likely to be denied. Um, and earlier in pregnancy, the reason the economic the economic impact could differ is that states that pass a lot of abortion restrictions also tend to have very lousy policies around supporting low-income mothers. That's true too. Once again, Middle America and Southern America. <laughs> Once again, uh, for instance, 14 states with the tightest restrictions on abortions limit pregnancy related to Medicaid eligibility, according to an app, uh, blah, 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 blah. In six of the 14, pregnancy-related eligibility standards fall below the national median of twice the federal poverty level, an annual income of $25,760. That's the federal poverty level? <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, yeah. Um, how does this affect the money? I think that's the biggest thing, um, the biggest thing to pay attention to. Um, yeah, and I don't, I don't, um, I'll get to it in the final segment. All right, boys and girls know what time it is that's right it's time for the internet to internet get your popcorn ready sit back relax and enjoy if you'd like to watch the internet internet click the link in the description visit prosperunlimited.com and click travel to book your next vacation. Welcome to our main course segment where we discuss life and love. However, in this episode, we discuss in life. <laughs> pun intended, pun intended. Um, the Roe v. Wade reversal. 
So I want to get into the history on it and then I'll get into my opinions and observations um, from everything I talked about in the previous, all the points I made and articles I read in the previous segment. Um, all right, so what is so what is the Roe v. Wade case? What is what is it about it? Um, what is the history on it? So Roe versus Wade, um, Article four hundred and ten, uh, U.S. one hundred and thirteen, um, in nineteen seventy three, was a landmark decision. This is from Wikipedia, a landmark decision of the U.S. Supreme Court. Oops, um, in which the uh, court ruled that the Constitution of the United States generally protects a pregnant woman's liberty to choose to have an abortion. Uh, the decision, which struck down many U.S. federal state abortion laws, fueled an ongoing debate in the United States about whether or whether or to what extent abortion should be legal. And I think the, the biggest argument was at what point in the pregnancy is the abortion illegal, right? Um, uh, who should decide the legality of abortion and what the role of moral and religious views in the political sphere should be. It also shaped debate concerning which methods the Supreme Court should use in constitutional adjudication. So the, Ro so the Roe v. Wade case kind of pretty much kept things in check. It was kind of like a glue that held the Supreme Court together by saying, you know what I'm saying? Hey, we ain't going to touch that right there. We can, and, and if you got to think twice before you call something unconstitutional, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, a woman's right to, to give birth or not is, is her decision. You know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't going to touch that. Um, and so the case was brought by Norma McCorvey, known by the legal pseudonym Jane Rowe, uh, who in 1969 became pregnant with her third child. McCorvey wanted an abortion, but lived in Texas where abortion was illegal, except, good old Texas, uh, except when necessary to save the mother's life. Her attorneys, Sarah Weddington and Linda Coffey, filed a lawsuit on her behalf in U.S. federal court against her local district attorney, Henry Wade. Oh, okay, so this is where the names come from. Alleging that the Texas's that alleging that Texas's abortion laws were unconstitutional, Henry Wade alleging that Texas's abortion laws. Wait, oh, yeah, a three-judge panel of the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Texas ruled in her favor and declared the relevant Texas abortion st statutes unconstitutional. <clears throat> The parties appealed this ruling to the Supreme Court of the United States. So that was in 1969. So now we're moving up to 1973. Um, January 22nd, 1973, the Supreme Court issued a 7-2 to two decision. So it, it went from state court to Supreme Court. 7-2 to two decision holding that the due process clause of the 14th Amendment to the United States Constitution provides a fundamental quote unquote right to privacy which protects uh which protects a pregnant woman's right to an abortion 
But the court also held that the right to abortion is not absolute and must be balanced against the government's interest in protecting women's health and prenatal life. Wait, but uh, I didn't understand what I just read. Uh, also held that the right to abortion is not absolute mm, and must be balanced according to the government's interest in protecting women's health and prenatal life. So this is where the argument, um, when is the child alive? Um, is it when they, when it's conceived or when it has a heartbeat or like, you know what I'm saying? At what point is the child alive? Um, the court resolved these competing interests by announcing a trimester timetable to govern all abortion regulations in the United States. <clears throat> During the first trimester, governments could not regulate abortion at all, except to require that abortions be performed by a licensed physician. During the second trimester, governments could regulate the abortion procedure, but only for the purpose of protecting maternal health and not for protecting fetal life. After viability, uh, which includes the third trimester of pregnancy and the last few weeks of the second trimester, abortions could be regulated and even prohibited, but only if the laws provided exceptions for abortions necessary to save the life or health of the mother. The court also classified that the right classified the right to abortion as a quote unquote fundamental, <clears throat> as quote unquote fundamental which required courts to evaluate challenged abortion, abortion laws under the quote unquote strict scrutiny standard, uh, the most stringent level of judicial review in the United States. So basically, um, yeah, so, so basically it's, it kind of speaks for itself. Um, yeah, you can go ahead and get an abortion, but it just has to be soon enough before, before, you know what I'm saying? Before it becomes murder. <laughs> get an abortion before it becomes murder that's basically the name of the game or was the name of the game until this thing got reversed um so let me um so now there's gonna be a lot of pregnant women in airports <clears throat> it come in the coming future in airports amtraks greyhounds you name it um they're gonna be traveling north it's <laughs> gonna be a great migration <laughs> of people migrating to non-abortion states is is is, is gonna be is gonna get real um companies offering yeah so so there's a lot of companies that are offering free travel to their employees um earlier i talked about how this decision affects the money this this supreme court decision affects the money right um w one of the people who get hurt by uh, people getting pregnant is companies, you know what I'm saying? Especially these uh, billion trillion dollar corporations, you know what I'm saying? They can't afford for a mom to take off six months, you know what I'm saying? That that hurts the production because now the other people have to make up. So they encourage you to not be pregnant, you know what I'm saying? Um, and so yeah, so yeah, that you know, facilitating. The, the the more uh, the more uh, profit the more lucrative companies can do that um, Google Facebook you know them kind of companies um, but you know other companies will follow suit you know what I mean um, they'll provide a stipend or a you know what I'm saying a uh, uh, whatever for you to travel and get your abortion done 
um, legally, you know. Um, a lot of people are hearkening to the whole religious argument that, you know, this decision was made out of, um, this, this decision was religiously motiv motivated. Um, I don't think that may be less than 10% of the, of the, of the motivation behind it. But I think one of the underlying things I've seen this meme, uh, um, I've seen this meme on, on the social media. Um, I've heard people talk about it on YouTube, but, um, you know, the, the, the decrease in the white population. I think that's the biggest target of this decision. It's the decrease in the white population. Um, you know, there is there is a decrease in uh, in white. There is an increase in white deaths and fertility, um, and a decrease in fertility amongst the white population. And um, a lot more white people are. You know, I, I guess the whites outnumber us. <laughs> no shade to the white people listening. Um, but there is, you know, there is a decrease in, uh, white fertility and then increase in white deaths. And I think, uh, um, the underlying un undertone under talk about it is that a lot of this Supreme court decision is motivated by trying to boost the white population because white people are afraid that they're dying off and the America is browning. You know what I mean? Um, but then again, you know what I'm saying? Uh, is there a decrease in black fertility? No. So now you're, you're making abortions illegal for black people, for poor black people. And now we're just going to have more black people running around, whether they be poor or not. You know what I'm saying? So, so like, like, like you just plugging holes in a dam <laughs> pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Um, let me get to my other talking points. Um, and, you know, I talk, I've been talking about it all through this episode, you know, the noticeable states who have um, opted to, uh, who, have, who have opted for these decisions are typically who else, you know what I'm saying? The South and the Midwest, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, the enemies of American progression, right? Um, now, ab abortion, the actual abortions are going to be illegal however the abortion pills will not be abortion pills won't be illegal um birth control pills will not be illegal or birth control contraceptives will not be illegal you know what i'm saying so there is still measures just because you get pregnant you're not doomed <laughs> uh, just because you can't go through the actual uh, surgery of abortion um yeah, the, the abortion pills do work. You know what I'm saying? They do work. I can testify. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. So, 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 but it's not it's not cheap, and that's another thing. You know, what I'm saying talking about poor people. You know, um, especially you know you have a lot of drug addicts that get pregnant a lot. You know what I'm saying? Um, and they have you know they they birth drug addicted babies or deformed babies or whatever. Um, well, a lot of times they birth like healthy babies or, you know, sometimes maybe the baby might have, you know, a little, a little bit of issues, but drug, you know, drug addicts get, you know, have a lot of kids. Um, I knew, I knew a, a recovering crack addict 
um, she had about, you know what I'm saying, four, like I think about five kids. You know what I'm saying? And the thing about it is, you know, um, obviously if you're addicted to drugs, you're not thinking straight. You're not, you're not making the best of decisions. You know what I'm saying? You're making terrible decisions or you're, you're just committing decision suicide pretty much, uh, you, you know, whatever. But, um, what is 300 to $500 on an, that you could spend on an abortion when you can go get high? You see what I'm saying? Um, what drug addict got that? You know what I mean? So they rather just go through with the pregnancy and then hit, get back on the street. You know what I'm saying? Put the child in foster care and get back on the street. And that's going to be another heavy, heavy influx. Foster care. Um, and now they throw, the state is throwing money at private religious schools. Public schools are going to go to shit. And not, not only are public schools going to go to shit, but they're now they're going to be backed up. You know what I'm saying? So now what's going to ha happen? You're going to have kids dropping out, you know what I'm saying, as early as in middle school, in junior high. You know what I'm saying? They they dropping out. They're more likely to commit crime. So what's going to happen? The prison system. That's going to be another boom. So basically, with all of these unwanted kids running around, you know what I'm saying, it's going to turn America into a third world country. Like, I hate, I just, I, I, I don't, when you follow the math, when you do the math in your head and you follow the logic and the, and the, the, the deduct, the deductive reasoning, okay, you know, poor people having kids, what does that lead to? This, what does that lead to? That. Hey, if you see something, share something. Don't be afraid. Share this episode. Subscribe, like, and share. Thank you. What does that lead to? That? This, like, the South is going to fall. The South is going to uh, um, dig itself in a deeper hole than a lot of these Southern states already are. Arkansas, Mississippi, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Louisiana, Alabama, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 let's, just, let's just go down the list. Let's just go down the list. You know what I'm saying? Georgia, a lot of parts of Georgia. You know what I'm saying? South Carolina, North Carolina, uh, Tennessee and Kentucky. Woo! Them, them, them is already the poorest states with some of the poorest states. You know what I'm saying? Um, Missouri. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, just go down the list. Go down the list. You know what I'm saying? And you got people stuck with children that they don't want. What's going to come of that? You know what I'm saying? And who can't afford, can't afford to raise a child, let alone can't even afford the abortion. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Uh, what were my other points? Um, and then, and, and the thing is, the thing is, people are human beings are resourceful in general. You know what I'm saying? You put, you put, you put somebody's back against the wall, they're gonna figure out a way, right? And what this is doing, we see. Once again, they're, they're, those people in D.C., those conservatives in D.C., are plugging holes in the dam. Because when you when you create one solution, you create three more problems. Because what's going to come of this now is what you call it, uh, the black market. The black market. The black market is going to boom now. You know what I'm saying? 
Oh, you can't afford pills? I know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. Oh, you, you need an abortion? You can't afford a flight? You can't afford a Greyhound? You can't afford... I know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. Get that done. You know what I'm saying? You can't get time off work. You know what I'm saying? To book a flight or to book a trip to one of them other states. I know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. Get that done. You know what I'm saying? The black market is going to boom. You know what I'm saying? And the illegal element is going to boom now. There's going to be a whole new market of illegality for abortions and contraceptives and birth, birth control contraceptives. You know what I mean? They're opening the floodgates now. And I think, and this is another financial aspect that people um, need to pay attention to. That especially these uh, political pundits and these these uh, political these politicians this is another aspect they need to pay attention to before the before these states get happy go lucky i don't know what their agenda i don't know why they're attacking this so why 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 you can't just leave well enough alone but whatever you think you're doing i don't think like you better reconsider because there's a whole new pot of gumbo that's going to come in behind it you know what i'm saying um, you're going to create a new market. You're going to create a new hell for a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? And then all they're going to do, all they're going to do is just throw more, uh, in, in, uh, um, more criminal laws at it. They're just going to throw more criminal laws. They're going to move the goalposts, not even move the goalposts. They're going to move the whole field. <laughs> they're going to throw more, they're going to, uh, uh, criminalize it even more and throw more, uh, um, and just, you know, throw more wood to the fire, you know? And, and so, yeah, so yeah. Um, a friend of mine text, texted me this. Um, she said, consider the impact on the workforce. Since the women who abort most have low paying jobs that do not pay living wages, limited daycare availability already, and what is available is ridiculously expensive um yeah it's ridiculously expensive yeah so I, th I think we talked about that in general uh, for the most part uh she says she pays 269 dollars weekly to and i and and she doesn't qualify for assistance so that's what uh so that's why he lives with her sister on paper now imagine you got four or five kids you know what i'm saying um the daycare business is gonna boom <laughs> I said the foster care business is going to boom. The daycare business is going to boom. So, so let's look at it from a, a financial perspective. Um, businesses that you may want to get into. Child care. <laughs> child care. Um, pharmaceuticals. Because, you know, if people can't have, can't go through abortion surgeries, they're actually going to be, they're actually probably going to gravitate more towards the pill. Um, abortion pills. So, pharmaceuticals is a big industry to get into um what's another one what's another um when you think of ch when you think of unwanted children foster care daycare child care um education you know what i'm saying um uh private education <laughs> you don't you're not gonna want to teach public schools <laughs> public schools is bad enough as is with all the, with as many unwanted children running around in the public schools you think it's gonna be and there's gonna be an influx of it yeah, but if states are throwing money at private uh, religious schools, you might want to teach at a private school. Um, 
education, um, sad to say, law enforcement. Um, there's going to be there's going to be more unwanted children. Therefore, in the years to come, there's going to be more criminals. I'm, I'm just I'm just being I'm just keeping it a stack. I'm keeping it a stack and I'm telling you what they think. I'm, I'm just keeping it a stack. Uh, law enforcement, corrections, you know what I'm saying? Um, and just government in general, because because, yeah, this is going to open a new floodgate and we're plugging holes in the dam at this point um, with all of these unwanted children, because poor people ain't going to stop fucking that. This is another. Let's get into the, the flip side of that coin. Poor people ain't going to stop fucking. Poor people, poor people ain't gonna stop having kids. These 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 niggas out here ain't gonna stop leaving it in. I don't like them condoms. I don't like them condoms. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it is what it is. I like to leave it in. I'm I'm, I'm gonna keep it a stack. But you know, I I know well enough. You know what I'm saying? And I've made a, I've had my slip ups. <laughs> hey hey, listen 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 listen. If you know me personally, my number has not changed. Call me. <laughs> I've had my slip ups Several You know what I'm saying um, But still But still I know well enough To not have children I can't afford I know that much You know what I'm saying So now With these laws in place That's putting people in a bind You know what I'm saying When they When they do get pregnant You know what I'm saying If if I don't have two pots to piss in And I just want full <laughs> You know uh, um, Like what what are we doing? And that now you know you're probably gonna have a lot more guys. You know you see these guys. You see you see these like, social media memes and these stories of these guys having 18, 20 kids that they can't afford. What you think is gonna come in the future? <laughs> uh, I mean, and then like what's gonna happen with taxes? Um, that's another business to get into taxes. You know what I'm saying? With these people having all these unwanted kids, people are gonna be claiming a bunch of other people's kids. <laughs> Trying to get all these extra credits. <laughs> um yeah, this is this is really, really an attack on poverty. All altogether, ultimately. Attack on poverty. Poor people, undocumented people, um, you name it this is a this is a direct attack on poverty and this is all an attempt to spread to to widen the poverty gap the economic gap between the rich and the poor you know what i'm saying um because with all of these unwanted kids running around these streets somebody's gonna want to have to do something with them they gotta gather them and herd them somewhere you know what i'm saying and it's not gonna be pretty it's not going to be pretty. Um, yeah, I, I'm st I'm really starting to contemplate and consider um, my future in this country. I, I just can't. I can't help but to think that because I'm just I'm too intelligent to not see this. I'm too, I, I hate I hate that I hate. I hate where we're going. You know, I thought when Trump got out of office, we had a breath of fresh air, you know, and I saw the insurrection on television just like everyone else did. 
And I was just like, hey, 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 goodbye. And, you know, brighter days ahead. And this Biden guy, he, he's, whoo. I mean, he was a figurehead for Obama, but he's even more of a figurehead now. <laughs> he's even, it's even worse now, you know what I mean? And so, so yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, and, 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 and I'm not even thinking about my future. I'm thinking about my children's future. You know, I'm thinking about what would happen if my child was to slip up and get a girl pregnant. Now I got to fly her out and make sure she gets the operation done if she wants an abortion. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, and then and like, like I'm seeing news articles about how quickly states are running to ban to, to put the ban on it. You know what I mean? I'm just like... I'm just like, why though? Like, why? What's what's the why? Why such fervor? Why the urgency? Like, what is the benefit behind this? You know what I mean? Like, like what what is what's going on? What's happening? What's happening to America? You know, you know what's what's happening to us? Um, what is the what is the census the the census seeing that we don't? What statistic are they are they are they looking at behind closed doors that we don't see? I don't get it. I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. But what I do get is that um, these laws, you know, uh, um, these laws are going to set us back. They're going to set us back in many ways, and. You know, there, there are places in America, there are corners of America that are already third world. You know what I mean? Um, but this is just going to be even worse. You know what I mean? And, um, and yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't like, I don't like where this is going. I want to see how it pans out and I want to see how we, how we correct it, you know? now that these baby boomer politicians are setting us back they need to die they really need to die that concludes our show remember to subscribe like and share and if you appreciate the show go ahead and show it in cash app at dollar sign prosperity ullc join our new patreon to receive free merchandise books and consultation from prosperity ullc we would like to thank you for tuning in to Prosperity U LLC and continue to invest in the brand.